have not gathered to an ordinary place, but unto Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, to the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly, to the church of the firstborn, to the spirit of just men made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of a better covenant that speaketh better things than the blood of Abel. Thank you for the shift that will take place here today. Backsliders restored, saints far. Those under the bondage of darkness being set free and for salvation of souls today. We give you the glory, we give you the praise. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Your I want you are all I ever wanted, Lord. You're all I ever Oh, yes, Lord. You're all I want. Yege Maria Masod Yede. Once again, congratulate somebody by your side. Thank you so much, choir. The Lord bless you. Amen. Wow, habitation of peace has really grown. Look at all your choir. And you are sure nobody was hired. All right. Come on, let's celebrate habitation. Praise God. Praise God. Is Pastor Oladino here? I don't know. New creation realities. What was it? Oladino. Oh, God, God bless you. Please, we have to see after service. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. I'm a new creation too. We'll see later. Praise God. Help me appreciate him. He's a wonderful man. Pastor Kule, you need to share this testimony in full. You didn't tell me, thank God for my brother. He's the one who has gisted me. You need to stay home, share the testimony in full with me. Amen. Are you ready for the word? Yes. Okay, if you are ready, let me hear you shout, yes. Yes. Shift. Shift. Thank you, Father. You see, the God you and I serve is in the business of shifting things. The Bible says concerning him, he can cause your boundary lines to fall on pleasant places. And he will give you a heritage that is superb. That's the God you and I serve. He loves to shift things. He loves to turn things around. In case you haven't known this strand of God, I'm glad to introduce you to it today. That God that we serve, the God of Israel, is a God who does shift things. Not only does he shift things, he shifts things in your favor. Praise God. And we're about to go into the world just to see one or two principles. Because I, I was asking myself, I said, why would this man give me a topic like shift? Uh, you can, it's a three-day teaching on shift. Amen. 
But let us just get one or two things today and we see how we can always enhance God, shift things for us. The only principle I'll be sharing with you is on supernatural help. Anyone that needs a shift, perhaps in your destiny, in your career, in your spiritual work, in your commitments, in your career, in your business, in your finances, in your marriage, in phases of life, when you need a shift, there is a grace you connect to. It's called supernatural help. Now, you see, we live in a world today that many people are not enhancing, especially believers. We are not tapping into the grace of the supernatural. We are living our lives by natural means. And God doesn't want this for us. No. We should step out into the supernatural. Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. You see, we make eternal life of no effect if we live our life by natural means only. If you're a child of God, talk talking, spirit filled. There is an aspect of your life people should be able to explain naturally. But there are some aspects of your life people should not be able to explain it. It's beyond the normal realm. And people who want to connect or enjoy the shiftings of God must learn the principle of living supernaturally. The other day, people were still accusing Peter. Because Peter said, if it is you, Lord, bid me to come. And he said, yes, come. And he believed. And he started walking on water. He started walking on water. If you think that is a joke, try your bathtub when you get home. And say, Lord, I come. Praise God. But anyway, the other disciples remained in the boat. But with Peter, he had an experience that was not common. I pray for you this evening that God will give you unique or common experiences in the name of Jesus Christ. Something you can hold on to. Tangibility of God on every facet of life. That you can hold on to, that the God that you serve is a real God. Let's talk a little bit about the supernatural. Turn your Bibles to the book of Acts chapter 5. Acts chapter 5. We're going to take verses 17, 18, and 19. <laughs> then the high priest rose. He rose up and all that were with him. Please take note all that were with him. It's very important to see that. Which is the sect of the Sadducees. Everybody say, sect of the Sadducees. They were filled with indignation. Why were they filled with indignation? The Sadducees are a group of people that don't believe in the supernatural. They don't believe in the supernatural. Let's look at them in the scriptures. Let's use the scriptures to, to define them. Okay? 
you see why they were filled with indignation. Mm -hmm. Who are these Sadducees? Matthew 22, Matthew 22, 23 to 29. We just want to lay layer upon layer. Praise God. Don't mind me, I'm still old school. I like opening the pages wrong. I know some people have upgraded their technology. Uh, that is not to say I don't use what you have, it's just that uh, sometimes I like it raw like this. Yeah. All right, 22, 23, are you with me? Mm. If I'm going to, uh, as you know, I, I, I'm, I'm somebody tilted towards young adults too. When I'm going to their meeting, I don't carry my Bible like this. You say, what's that, what's that? Somebody, just do like this. Praise God. Are you with me? Matthew 22, 23. Okay. The same day came to him the Sadducees, which say that there is no resurrection, asked him, saying, Master, uh, let us read that. Do you have that in the New King James? New King taking place. What was the experience? In Acts chapter 5, can you still remember? When Peter was thrown in the prison and an angel again opened the door. When the angel opened the door that time, uh -uh, the Bible says the angel took him home. You remember when the roadhouse said, ah, it's, an, it's a spirit, it's nothing. You still remember that story? Now, but this time around, the angel did not take him home. He said, go to the very place where they try to stop your destiny. Go and fulfill the destiny. Go and speak to them the word of life. I see somebody here whose destiny is unstoppable because the supernatural hand of God is going to bring you right there to fulfill destiny. If you believe that, shout yes! God is bringing you to the place to fulfill destiny. Because your destiny in God is unstoppable. Oh, I can't hear your amen. I said your destiny in God is unstoppable. You will reach your goal. You will fulfill destiny. The very assignment of God for your life that God brought you into this world to do, to fulfill, you will fulfill it in the name of Jesus. This shift is about destiny. It's about a person, a man, a woman coming to the place where he was assigned or she was assigned for before the foundation of the world. Praise God. And the way you are going to get to your destiny is through supernatural means, ladies and gentlemen. In the natural, they won't be able to explain it. You yourself can't explain it. I told you if everything about your life can be explained away by natural means, you have made eternal life of one effect. There's a part of you that should be explained. There's a part no man should be able to explain. Yes, Moses was in the desert. The bush was burning. We can explain that. The bush was burning. You need oxygen. You need heat. You need uh, all the necessary ingredients. The necessary in the desert, the heated place, for a bush to be burning is not strange. But fire in a bush and the bush not burning is strange. It's strange. That's supernatural. That's supernatural. And I see God begin to do things in your life. And we are entering that face in the body of Christ all over the world. 
You are entering into that phase of the supernatural where everything about our life will be supernatural. Praise God. Praise God. And they were mad because originally in Matthew 22, 24, you could see that Jesus silenced the Sadducees and the Pharisees. He told them they know not the scriptures, neither the power of God. Praise God. The people who don't believe in the supernatural can be silenced. That's what I'm trying to tell you. They can be what? Praise God. It's so critical for you to know this. Praise God. Because in the very thing they don't believe, they will be confounded. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Because, you see, you have to understand this in their day, how it was. When you get home, you can read that story very well. They don't understand. Listen, the guards were there. The doors were shut. The gates were shut. If you read the story very well, they put them in the inner prison. How can somebody you put in the inner prison appear few hours later in the temple where they have been bound not to speak? How could they have appeared? Ah, they were looking. You know the shocking thing? It was in the day. You know if it's in the night, you can begin to doubt. It was broad daylight miracle. The miracle God is going to do your life. It's going to be broad daylight. The Bible says you are the children of light. It's not in darkness, in light. Because uh -huh. that's what's going to happen. That's your new experience. That's the shift we are talking about. That things are not the way they used to be. No more. Levels have changed. That's what happened when they were asking Moses. You see, God had warned Moses before he went to Pharaoh. He said, this time you are going. Pharaoh is going to ask you for a miracle. That's why I tell Christians all over, you cannot remain at this ordinary level. You are still arguing about whether you should drink alcohol or not. That's what other nonsense. We're talking about life changing, destiny is transforming. You are still arguing. You are still backbiting. They are finding you in places where they backbite, where they gossip. Is your life about gossip? Say, did you see tiny pastor's bow tie today? Is that what you have come to see, church? Pastor's bow tie. He did not match with his suit. He put pink. And what's this one? Purple on, uh, on blue. Is that what you have come to see, church? Tell people, I'm, I'm about to do a t-shirt. I like t-shirts these days. Backbiters are always at the back. Praise God. You must go deeper. Told, told Pharaoh. I mean, Pharaoh told Moses. You know God had warned Moses. He said, go to high school for his son. He's going to say, show me a miracle. Then, Moses, he said, you throw your rod down. He threw his rod down. Immediately, the snake came out of the rod. Uh -uh, Moses did it like this. Say, ah, it's not the same. I mean, Pharaoh, Pharaoh moved back. He said, this is not the same Moses. Because we knew you before you left. You yeah. couldn't do this one. Yeah. Mm, levels have. Yeah. Now, to top it off, he said, we have seen this time. Magicians come. He said, put your own to. They put it. But the strange thing was that 
the rod of Moses swallowed up all them. Are you listening to me? After I swallowed it up, ah! Pharaoh said, Yes, levels are changed. You must show up in your office tomorrow. There was no levels of change. Are you listening to me? When you are walking, they must know. The Bible says you will be a thousand times bigger. You are a thousand times more. Are you listening? When you are walking, Statistics Canada always does a fundamental error. They count you as one. Are you one? Fundamental error. When you are, yes, for statistics record, I'm one. But don't, don't make that mistake. The people that are around you, they are up to it. You say, when you call for one, how many will answer? When you call for one, how many will answer? You are not ordinary. Tap your neighbor, I'm not ordinary. Tap your neighbor very well, I'm not ordinary. So we have to make a decision to live by supernatural means. So when he told, he said, Pharaoh will ask you, the Pharaohs of this world are going to ask you. Shake your body a little bit. They are going to ask you, what do you carry? Mm-hmm. Please don't, I like that husband and wife. When I say shake your body, they were shaking it up. I like that. I like that. Praise God. You see? And uh, let me bring it to, because we can go all day like this. Please, let me know how many minutes we have. Okay, let's let's just touch on one or two more. Uh, thank you, Jesus. That that was the beginning of miracles. But listen to me. Jesus chose. There were many weddings in Galilee that day, but he chose to attend somebody's wedding. He chose somebody's house to be in. I believe from the depth of my heart, God is choosing some people today. Because he wants to make a point to the world that he's a God of miracles. He's a God of the supernatural. He's a God that can turn things around. And God will turn it around for you. In the name of Jesus. God will make a point even through you. God will make a point. Oh, they have told you several stories. You can never get a place of worship uh, within the vicinity that you are in. But what? where are we today? Has God not done it for you? Praise God. There are many things they will tell you. But God will use you to make a point. I said God will use you to make a statement. I can see one of my sons at the back there. God bless you, family. Uh, in the year 2006, the Lord led us by His Spirit to just move a point. In the city where we pastor, thank God for many pastors here, they have been to that same meeting. We call it the God of Wonders meeting. And thank God, God has even lifted that meeting. Now cities are calling for that meeting. Nations are calling for that meeting. Uh, some people still don't understand. I'm not yet full-time. I still, I'm a civil engineer. I still work full-time as an engineer. So I don't have the luxury of time to, to fly that much. But uh, all over the world, they've been calling for that meeting. Uh, a new con- two new continents have called for that meeting already. 
Now, what's the meeting all about? It's just miracles, signs, and wonders. Uh, you know, just demonstrating the Lordship of Jesus Christ. You've seen crippled people walk, uh, people with terminal cancer healed, HIV healed, uh, stage 4 cancer. That was a very humbling one for me. It's stage 4 cancer, you know, stage 4 cancer is a walking corpse. It's just like a time bomb. Just, just let it click and go. We've seen God give people brand new kidneys. It's, 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 it's amazing for the witches. Then we've been going from city to city. But when it started, it started in a very humble way. God said, I should separate myself unto him. He said, this, he wants to release me into a particular assignment. And I obeyed him. <laughs> and when we, were, when we started this meeting, if I listen to what people were telling me, I will, I will not move an inch. It was too scary. And the city I live in, it has a little bit of story of revival. That there is a spirit in that town that knows how to kill churches and ministries. It's like there's a specialty. If I mention the name of my town, you know. Praise God. One of the largest churches in this Canada had been closed down in that same city. Uh, he said, no matter. In fact, when we were three years old, somebody met a member of our church. He said, ah, that church still exists. It hasn't closed on the street. That one was doing evangelism. It's, it's serious. There's no church that comes to town. The first thing, they will be looking for building and space. <laughs> Even pastors will be laughing at you. Welcome, welcome. Go and sit down there. You know how many years we have been looking for a building? And so on and so forth. Telling you bad in the realm of the spirit. But God can use you to prove it on yes. The building we got, we got it on a platter of gold. That's not where I'm going. I'm talking about this meeting called the God of Wonders. So I went to a man who had been in that city for a long time. He had been part of the revival in the 70s, in the 80s. In fact, he was saved in the revivals of the 70s. And this was a city that was full all out for God. Until the enemy started killing and closing churches, giving men of God cancers all over the place, dying strangely. It's as if the enemy just broke all over the town. Then something happened. Uh, after this, I went to visit this man of God. He said, how old are you, young man? I told him my age then. And he said, do you know Benny Hinn? I said, yeah. He said, even Benny Hinn came to this town. He gathered 400 people. 400. He said, I was saying God of wonders or something like that. Because he asked me my expectation. I said, how many people? I said, at least this first meeting, maybe 500 people. He said, F-. he laughed. The way he laughed, and almost fell from the chair. He said, no discouragement. I don't know whether you know. This is daylight mockery. Say you. <clears throat> Praise God. But listen to me. God can use you to prove it once. In that city, as of that time, I'm the only pastor with the pigmentation of my skin. As of that time. But you see, when God uses you to prove a point, He will open doors for other people. Praise God. Now they can't even count the number of people with the of my skin. Praise God. Now, in that same city, the first meeting we were going to do, 
A church of how many people? But you see, the voice of God will destroy every manifestation of our spirit. It's the voice of God you need. That's the second point for the shift. Time will not let us talk about the voice of God, but just take this testimony. <laughs> when we were going to have the meeting, the man, this, this same man that I said laughed and almost fell from his chair, he's one of my best friends in that city now. He's one of my best friends. As God will have it, in that same first meeting, we exceeded the number that he said I can never reach, that we can never gather. Today is of history. It's of history. I said, this same meeting has gone beyond the city. We take Edmonton now every year. Edmonton goes in Vancouver. Uh, what is it called now? They are calling us in. What is this place? That is so cold. Winnie, uh, no, Winterpeg. Is it Winterpeg? Uh, Winnipeg. It's called Winnipeg. I just like calling it Winterpeg. That place, if you feel Ontario is cold, go to Winterpeg. Praise God. The first time I got to that town, somebody said, you have a winter jacket? I said, yeah, I probably brought out my winter jacket. I said, yeah, winter. <laughs> they just laughed at me, Pastor, this is not winter jacket. <laughs> oh, winter peg. I'm speaking to somebody by the authority of God's voice today. A shift is about to take place in your life and destiny. A shift that will make God prove a point to your world that you serve a true and living God. That your God is able to turn things around. What men have called impossible will be possible by the authority of God's voice. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. I just want you to lift up your hands to heaven, wherever you are. I don't know what you are going through. I don't know what you are passing through. But Isaiah 41 verse says, yes, the Lord will help you. Amen. He will help you. Amen. He said, I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand of righteousness. Wherever you are, just cry out to God for your help, for help. Yes, speak to him. Yours can be financial help. Yours can be health help. Yours can be ministry help. Yours can be academic help. Yours can be A marital help. One thing I know is that he will help you this morning, this afternoon. He's the God of all creation. He's able to help. He makes a way where there seems to be no way. He makes rivers in the desert. The God of shift is the one we are celebrating today. Lord, your people are crying out unto you and to you alone. Let there be divine assistance from above. Let the miraculous come through for your children. Everyone that needs help today. Lord, habitation of peace is saying, Lord, you have helped them. That is why they are in a place like this. Because you have helped them, help the individuals. Help the friends, help the people who have come to celebrate with them. You are the God of all help. There is nothing difficult for you.
Thank you, Father. Because the miraculous power of God is released right now. In the name of Jesus. Let no man take this glory. You alone receive all the glory. For this help you are giving your children. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. How many people have the life of God on the inside of them? Come on, let's celebrate Jesus. Let's celebrate Jesus. I'm going to ask Pastor and Pastor Mrs. to come to the floor. I just love to pray for you. Please come. Hallelujah. Uh, how many people know it's important we pray for our pastors? And those God has put over us as leaders, especially our shepherd. It's important. Because God, the best gift God can ever give a Christian is to give you shepherds after his heart. So I've, I've traveled quite a bit, but I tell you what I see in the world today. We don't have two shepherds anymore. It's hirelings that we have. Very dangerous. Very dangerous. Uh, and I mean what I'm saying. I've seen things. I, I, I'm called, everyone has a strand that is given to emphasize or to, as a message to his world. People like Kenneth Hagin of Blessed Memory, uh, they taught the total word of God, but with emphasis on faith and so on. Everybody has his own strand that he gives. Uh, I'm a word of faith guy, but. Uh, I know that I'm blessed also with the gift of healing. And uh, sometimes what I see going on around the world, I had to go and check that scripture called Lying Wonders. Have you read it before? Uh, what is all this nonsense that is going on? Saying, oh, the Holy Spirit is moving. Uh, you are here. The color of your underwear is so, so. Mm -hmm. I mean, what, what is the, this? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. You see some miracles? I don't want to go there. Is this a miracle? What is this? That is making people who are even called to do this don't want to do it anymore. I told, I'm telling you the truth. For like three months in my ministry, I refuse to lay hands. I, I don't want to anymore. Until the Holy Spirit started rebuking me. Every time there is original, there is fake. So don't let the fake dictate your life. All right? Praise God. So he said he will give them, Jeremiah 3.15, he will give them shepherds. Shepherds after his heart. Who will teach wisdom to his people. That's why Jesus said, strike the shepherd. What happens to the sheep? It's not really against the life of the shepherds. It's the sheep the devil wants. Hmm? So we're going to do something. We salute your grace and leadership to have led God's people to a place like this. This facility is beautiful. It's fantastic. I believe lives will be changed. Destinies will be transferred even in this facility. We bless the day this foundation was laid. We know the button has changed hands and it's for a good reason. It's for a good purpose. So kindly kneel before the people, I mean, before God and the people.
And I just want you to stand, children of God, and stretch forth your hands. That Guelph, I must tell you, Guelph is not, uh, spiritually speaking, Guelph is not an easy ground. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, but we want to say God will help them. They will not be tired. They will not be weary. They have labored hard. I'm close to them. I know what I'm saying. They have labored. Pastor, for example, he, he has a PhD in a very, very strange area of uh, engineering. But God said, no, you are not going to use that to do anything. It's this ministry I've called you to. Uh, you need to know... <laughs> You need to know 